Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers for the entirety of the Reordenverse. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 13, A Princess Andromeda Gift from a Strange Family Reunion. Oh, God, that's a long title. I know. <laughs> I had a different title planned, but then, you know, this this is what happened. So, mm-hmm. we're reading chapters 7 to 9 of The Sea of Monsters. Oh, I said the lightning theme. Is that just a yeah. reaction? Like, <laughs> the lightning theme! No. It's... Sea of Monsters. It's the green book. For you, maybe. At least my version is. <laughs> Mine's rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, so we're reading chapters 7 to 9. Joe, these are some content-heavy chapters. Oh my goodness. Like, the, we got a lot of name drops and a lot of, you know, I counted at least, like, three mini-stories that they yeah. told. Like, historical stories that they yep. told about old heroes and, you know, gods and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. They're doing that's... a lot more to, or Ooh. Rick's doing a lot more, I feel especially in this book, to sort of not just mention a hero's name, but to go into their backstory a little bit, having it being it told by yeah. Annabeth or someone who knows, rather than you know, like, how it was in the lightning thing. Basically to, like, prove. He's like, I actually know what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> I'm not just I'm not just putting names in here. Because like, I'm not just, I didn't cool. just, like, you know, come across the name, thought it was cool, and then just put it in. No, I know, actually know the drip. And it's like, okay, the really. drip? <laughs> yes. What? I don't know. <laughs> Stop bullying me. I was actually thinking about having a drink before we started this, and I was like, nah, I gotta work tomorrow. Let's get into the actual chapter. So, in chapter 7, I accept gifts from a stranger. Percy and Annabeth are given a chance to bond over dish duty after being dismissed by Tantalus. Percy tells Annabeth again of his dream of Broomgrover, and upon realising the newfound importance of the Golden Fleece, make an announcement for the need for a quest at that night's campfire. Tantalus has other ideas, however, and hands the quest to Clarice. Disappointed and disgruntled, Percy decides to cool down at the beach instead of going to bed, where he then meets Hermes. Hermes tells him the importance of his being on the quest, and bears gifts for Percy before disappearing swiftly in the wake of Annabeth and Typhon's arrival to the beach. Yeah, this chapter was quite a thick chapter compared to the rest. It's a thick boy. I got halfway through and I was like, is this chapter almost finished? And I was like, no, seven more pages. And I was like, (laughs) Jesus. All right. Most of it was dialogue, so that really took up space. But I was still like, come on, Rick. If we're getting right into this chapter. Yeah, we only got an hour or so, okay? Let's jump in. The first note that I wrote for this chapter was Percy's brain telling, just like wanting to snap back at Tantalus and just telling him to go eat a donut, go chase a donut. (laughs) The first note I have on here is them talking about the Golden Fleece and it was the Golden Fleece's backstory and just how quickly, (laughs) just how quickly Annabeth was like, oh, well it carried two of them, one of them, like Europa fell off and she died along the way, but that's not important, but to be like, it was probably important to her. (laughs) That one, I thought that was funny. <laughs> okay, so you know how... And two, in... I was like, Kate's gonna go into the story. <laughs> well, you know how in this book, Sea of Monsters, it's Cadmus and Europa. Mm-hmm. Cadmus immediately jumped out at me because that was one of my top contenders for who could have been my godly parent slash, you know, yeah. uh-huh. legacy, whatever. He's a god. This or is he a story of who took the ram with the golden fleece to Colchis is not about Cadmus and Europa. <laughs> Rick's used the wrong people here. Seriously. Yeah. 
So Cadmus and Europa. Cadmus was the first king of Thebes, and his sister Europa was kidnapped by... She wasn't a daughter of Zeus. She was kidnapped by Zeus because he uh, disguised himself as a white bull and then chased her, and then... This is a disturbing... Like, yeah. Mix up. Like, the fact that it was like, daughter of Zeus, no, no, that's that's the victim of yeah, Zeus. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he <laughs> changed himself into this big white bull and kidnapped her and raced into the sea with her. And then, as she was on his back, when, like, Poseidon and his whole legion, like, of army whatever, started chasing the bull that could suddenly swim, you know, yeah, run I, on water. Because Poseidon's like, get the fuck off my water! Yeah, Poseidon and all his, like, nerds and, like, you know, armies and whatever were, were all they chasing trying him, to and rescue then, her, or just trying to get And then Europa was like, oh, he must be a god, and then she asked him to put her down, and he was like, no, I'm gonna rape you instead. Oh, so lovely! So he took her to Crete, and... Oh, Crete again, alright. Yeah, re- took her to Crete, and, um... She bore three of his sons, one of them being Minos, who was Pasiphae's husband. Minos yeah. is the one who wouldn't sacrifice the bull to mm-hmm. Poseidon. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Again um, with him and bulls. Oh my god. Yeah. And then the way that Cadmus gets into that story is he was set to be the king of Thebes, but then to prove himself as a worthy king, he had to go out on a quest to find Europa. Didn't find her. He just went to Delphi and slayed a dragon instead, and then never found his sister, and instead went back to Thebes and became the king because he slayed a dragon and he was also so cool. But yeah, like, so they, what about Europa? <laughs> they have nothing to do with the Golden Fleece whatsoever. Absolutely nothing. Okay. The real. I feel like we shouldn't even bother digging into the fact that she was raped. Yeah, no. There's so much of that. Yeah. Poor Europa. We'll just sadly moment of silence. Sadly. Wait. So what's the real story of the Fleece? Because I thought the Fleece did ha- no the ple- the Fleece has nothing to do with Polyphemus. Because otherwise. No, the fleece has to do with um, Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah, because that fully is just a match. The real brother and sister who were aboard the ram and went to Colchis, the names were Phrixus, and Phrixus was Jason the Argonaut. Jason Mm -hmm. was his great-great-great-great-grandfather, was Phrixus. And then Phrixus's sister, uh, Hel. Great-great-great-great-auntie. Yeah. So Phrixus and Hel were the son and daughter of King... Athamus of uh, Boeotia and Nephil, who was a minor goddess, or Nephile. Anyway, they were hated. Um, so the king then married another woman, Eno, and okay. the stepmother hated the twins, hated them, and so tried to kill them. Oh, and she took all the crop she seeds. She married in, into it, bitch. Yeah. Come on. She took all the crop seeds in their region and roasted them so they wouldn't grow. And then when the farmers went into despair for not being able to grow their cop- crops, they asked the oracle for advice. I was going to say, did stepmother blame it on the kids? Because that's rude. Well, the stepmother bribed the men who went to the oracle for advice to say that the oracle said to kill the twins. And so they came back and they said that. And then, as the twins were about to be sacrificed, their real mother, Nephile, the minor mm. goddess, sent a ram, a flying ram, to save them. And so they got onto the back of the ram, and then she told them, it'll take you where you need to go, just don't look down, basically. Uh, and then, one of them looked down, yeah. As they're flying away, um, Hell looks towards the earth and then loses her balance and falls into the sea, which the sea that she drowned in is now called the Hellespont, the Sea of Hell. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> yeah, so it was named after her. Oh, at and least then, she gets a tribute. <laughs> yeah. But then Phrixus uh, keeps flying until he reaches Colchis. Wait, wait. And then has, he's... Does Phrixus notice that she's falling yes. off? Okay. Well, if he didn't, he noticed when he landed and went, oh, I used to have a sister. She's yeah. not here anymore. And so then he got to Colchis where King Aedes and 
uh, you know, accepted him, and mm. then as like a reward for so Frixus basically traded the ram to Aedes to marry Aedes' daughter, uh, Cal Calcio. Yeah, and then as he was grateful, Frixus sacrificed the ram to Zeus and offered the golden fleece to Aedes, who then took it and it, you know placed the dragon in front of it to guard it, and then that's what Jason wanted to obtain. Yeah. So then he came to Colchis, whatever, with media, blah, blah, it's blah, blah, blah. It's just completely the wrong people. Yeah, like, completely. Like, R- Rawdon says the same story. Yeah. But it's the wrong names and yeah. the wrong people. To the point where I was like, how did you fuck that up so badly, Rick? Like, you're supposed so to be... So badly. Like, seriously so badly. And I did a minimal amount of research. Because I was like, I, you know, in all my research when I was figuring out if Cadmus was going to be, you know, my legacy or my godly parent, whatever. Because yeah. it's not really clear whether he became a god or not but like not i came across didn't come across the golden fleece story when i was doing that research so then that immediately stuck in my mind when i read this chapter and i went hang on a second so then i went back and researched and was like i don't remember any of that being and then i was like no it's not it's frixus and hell okay but so is maybe the reason he put them in because they have something to do with jason or or Odysseus's story. So are they the only via that, and that's why Rawdon maybe on purpose, probably not fucked it up. <laughs> so Cadmus has to do with stories about dragons and dracons. So mm. there's dracons mentioned later, but they're not like a huge plotline, so that can't be it. So really, and it's then just fuck up. Like, Europa it. has stuff to do with Minos, and Minos is mentioned, you know, later in this chapter, and then also in Battle of the Labyrinth as well, because yeah. that's who's, you know, with Nico. Yeah. But, like, they've got really nothing to do with this story. Seriously nothing. Which is why I'm like, what? Like, um, I couldn't even... Poor Europa yeah. birthed a horrible person because of Zeus. Yeah, pretty much. But so, yeah, like, I just, yeah, was reading it and went, that's not... What? So that's really fun. That's my mini rant for today. I'm feeling really bad for Europa right now. <laughs> She's not the only one, Joe. God, and she had the whole, like, can't one person knock a bull down? Like Poseidon and all the nymphs. I feel like you could have tried just a tad bit harder. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. Maybe you were trying your hardest, and he's just super-duper sneaky when it comes to sex. But, like, I, you know, when, uh, whenever we're not going to get into this, like, into a rant. <laughs> so, yeah, as Annabeth's telling this story, it's sort of starting to click with Percy about how important the police is. So, if we just ignore the fact that Rick's used the wrong people, <laughs> yeah. reference the wrong people, if we ignore that and we get to the bones of the, you know, the actual story itself. The story itself, it's pretty much told the way it is by Annabeth. She pretty much tells the right story. Yeah. So maybe it's just Annabeth remembering the wrong siblings. Could be. Which is possible, but that doesn't seem like a very Annabeth thing to do. Yeah, and on top I of that, like either way, very... it's Rick writing Annabeth. <laughs> yeah, this is... Yeah, yeah. So anyway, they're sort of talking about that, and then Percy's saying... But Grove has found it after Annabeth's like, well, you know, he people looked for it, looked for it. We're not going to find it. Yeah. And, Gro- and Percy's gone, well, Grover found it. So, you know, <laughs> well, actually, no more doubting that he's a bad satyr because he's actually, fantastic. What he's really saying is that um, tons of satyrs have found it. They well, just yeah. haven't really survived. They haven't had per- Grover's wit to flirt with Polyphemus. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had Grover's quick mind and, you know, slickness. So then Percy mentions... thinking he's a bad satyr. Come on, Grover. Percy mentions Pan as what, you know, Grover's meant to be looking for. Yeah. And we've mentioned Pan a few times, but we haven't actually gone into any of what he's... No. Well, I haven't said anything about him. Okay. We all know the story of Pan, though. He's basically 
looks like a satyr, but he's a god. And yeah. you know how when we were talking about satyrs very early on in our Lightning Thief episodes, how we are talking about their, like, lustful deities and their, you know, your uh, fertility gods? <laughs> I kind of think it's just, like, a weird thing to associate with a satyr. Yes. That's what Pan is known for, is that he's basically one of the only male fertility gods. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> because he's basically just a satyr. And he's... Uh, the god of wild groves, shepherds, and flocks. Yeah. Anyway, so he was born to... The call of the wild. Yeah, he's the son of uh, Hermes and a dryad. It's not really clear who... There's like a different... There's a few different... Um, so the son of Hermes. Yeah. Oh, cute. There's a few different uh, ideas of who the dryad was, but none of them are really important. Anyway, so he... Because he had goat's feet and horns, whatever, he delighted the gods because he was, like, different, but humans and mortals were really scared of him. Different. Yeah. And so then he, um, basically just spent all of his time around, like, nymphs and, like, in the woods and whatever. Yeah, because they loved it. And then he... he was, like, same values, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, fell in love with one nymph whose name was Srinx. Or Syrinx. Syrinx. I'm going to say Syrinx. And they really got to branch out these names. <laughs> Fell in love with uh, a nymph named Syrinx. Uh, and then she chose to transform herself into Marsh Reeds to save herself from Pan's advances. Because she basically thought he was this really creepy guy who just wouldn't stop coming after her. Oh, Pan. Yeah. So he decided <laughs> to cut the Marsh Reeds that she turned herself into. Oh and then God. he joined them side by side in like a decreasing order. And that's what made the first Pan flute. The oh. first instrument, yeah, out of the girl that he really liked. That's <laughs> kind of horrifying. Yeah, and then he Pan, was... Pan, you're losing points. After that, wasn't seen without the instrument. But then, so from there, he became... It's really creepy, dude. A kind of also musical god in, in the way that it's, you know, talked about in... Yeah, Guys and about we, how you have, like, wild magic. Yeah. That was the kind of what came from him. And... <laughs> I just think it's really funny because the word... Panic, yeah, is derived from both the Greek word panikos and also is associated with Pan because apparently he used to go around in the woods and just shout at people from <laughs> at a distance or behind a tree just to freak them out when they were alone and make people panic. Why? <laughs> and so that's basically because he likes to fuck with people. That's, that's hilarious. Why. It is hilarious. That I would hate to be the person in the woods that he's yelling at, but, like, <laughs> the stories are funny. Yeah. So, oh, he's, so just, he's, like, a great A douchebag. He just <laughs> gets shit out of people. And I'm like, that is amazing. So his people <laughs> say that his unseen presence... Why do I now think of, like, a frat boy with a, bat, <laughs> with a flat top cat put backwards and he's like yeah following people are okay. going <laughs> but see what I like about it is that that started like him going to the woods alone to find lone you know wanderers and freak them out by shouting at them yeah. that started because he was going after someone who found he found attractive and uh, oh. yeah no no he was going after someone who he, he found attractive but someone else was also pursuing them <laughs> and did they know that they're being pursued the person knew they were being pursu pursued by the other person but not by Pan <laughs> and so Jesus then Christ. Pan seeing that this person didn't want to be with the person chasing them oh, basically freaked, out. freaked out the person chasing them and then this person was you know that the person he was also chasing was she like... She was super grateful. Yeah, and she was like, oh my god, you saved me! And then after that he went, huh, maybe this will 
Maybe I can do this all the time. <laughs> maybe <laughs> even, this is even my calling. It, even if it doesn't get me anything, maybe I can just, like, do that. So he's like his own personal rape whistle. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, that's and so funny. that's basically what he's... He's just going around to do that now. And so that's um, why the word panic is associated <laughs> with people becoming overwhelmed with a frantic agitation and distress. Because it's now associated with him. Because it's <laughs> That, okay, yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Right. So that's used fucking it, hilarious, he used it for good, at least for the starters. Yeah. We don't know about the rest of the time. But still. Uh, it's like semi-good, semi-bad. <laughs> so if we're talking yeah, about some underlying tones, and we're talking about like, the fleece and the how it radiates nature magic, yes. and then they're talking about, you know, where they need to go, and then so conveniently that the Sea of Monsters is now inside the Bermuda Triangle and they, you know, allude to I thought the they were saying that is, it's called the Bermuda yeah. Triangle because yeah. it's the Sea of Monsters. Yeah. But like, see, I tagged there too because I was like, Kate's going to want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> about the Bermuda Triangle or about the Sea of Monsters? They're both the same thing, Kate. <laughs> okay. But no, I was gonna, no, I put a tag there being like, oh, they're, you know, like Rick's pointing out like actual real things yeah. that people talk about and Kate's gonna have an opinion about oh, it. Oh, me hating that kind of shit. Yeah. I, I can talk about the Sea of Monsters itself because it's kind of, I mean, it's not, there isn't too much about the actual Sea of Monsters itself once you go online because most of what comes up is just this book. <laughs> like, oh, you, you mean you want to buy the book? Like, we can do that for you. You're like, oh my god, and I'm yay! Like, no, I just want to learn about it without reading Percy Jackson. I want to learn about the real version, not Rick's version. So, from what I could glean from my, you know, Googling today, <laughs> was that the Sea of Monsters was basically the sea where all heroes and heroes all quests happened they just yeah. kind of happened to be in the sea monsters because you know it's in the it was in the mediterranean whatever which is close yeah. to everything and then some interesting things that i came across were that you know how echidna is credited to be the mother of all monsters yes that's not correct oh she's the mother of all monsters that aren't sea monsters because oh, the, mother the mother of all, of all sea, sea monsters, monsters is keto who is oh the yes Gorgon's keto. mother and yeah. you know uh, the Grey Sisters' mother, and just everyone important we've run into so yeah, far. So Keto's their parent because they're all associated with the sea, and <coughs> Percy's <coughs> associated <coughs> with the sea because <coughs> he's <coughs> sort of <coughs> Sidon. <coughs> Why are you coughing? I already know that. I know. Anyway, <laughs> so I just thought I'd give you a little list of some of the sea monsters that Keto has born. Yeah, right? quick question Do we meet Keto? No. In the next series? No. Oh, so we never meet Keto. As far as I'm aware. Oh. Then who'd they meet? Who was the one that Jason and was in a little tornado into the water? I'm going to get into that. Okay. A little bit. Okay. So. Because I know the children Poseidon, of... Because that's Poseidon's daughter. That's, the children <laughs> of Keto include the Kraken. The Kraken! And then you've got... As in from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Brilliant. And then you've got uh, a caratus, which is the giant open mouth that, you know, sucks down sailors big in a whirlpool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The big then you've boat. Got what? <laughs> Keto gave birth to a race of fish called scolopendra, which are basically like giant catfish that are big enough to eat Greek terrain ships. Which also, is, interesting. Yeah, which is Why pretty Why would big. you want to go in the water? Yeah. And then you've got uh, the other half of... Uh, the entrance to the sea monsters. So you've got uh, Scylla, 
which is the one who just swoops the, yeah, the sailors comes out, and gets them out of there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've also got uh, Hippocampi. Aww, yep. but they're not evil, like you. Yeah. Then you've got. Wait, hang on. Uh, is there an evil side to Hippocampi? Not that I'm aware. Hippocampi are just fish horse. They're super cute. So they're seahorses. They're actually like seahorse seahorses. <laughs> that was what they called seahorses. Hippocampi. Yeah. I'm gonna get into that later. Well, the way they describe it in the book is like, yeah, they're like just the fish version of a horse. <laughs> yeah, a sea horse. Yeah, but like not <laughs> what we call sea horses. Yeah, uh, don't worry. I'm gonna get into that later when we meet hip- the rainbow and the other hippie. Hip- what we call sea horses, and like to me, they look like little dragons. <laughs> yeah, sea dragons. Because you've got some that are called sea dragons. Great. Well, let's just call them that. Sea dragons. Well, they're two different things, Joe. Sea dragons look different to seahorses. Great. Modern day seahorses and sea dragons. Multiple breeds. So, seahorses, you know what they look like. They're all like spiky ish. Yes. Sea dragons look like the same thing, but like they're made out of ripped garbage bags. Oh, they're like flowy. Yeah. Flow! Yeah, basically. They're like, if you were going to put one next to the other, you would think one's a boy and one's a girl. <laughs> so, like, one's a bold font and one's in italics. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so then the other children of uh, Keto, you've got uh, Ketus. And Ketus is basically, there's two instances of Ketus appearing in... Sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> appearing in Greek mythology. The first one is with the story of Andromeda, which we'll get to later. Right. And then the other instance of Ketus appearing uh, is during the Trojan War. Sorry, yeah, I really wanted to hear more about Andromeda. I yeah. was like, oh, what a horror but basically, Ketus <laughs> wasn't just one sea monster. Ketus was the name that they gave to all giant serpent-like sea creatures so that they didn't have to direct, differentiate between them. Oh, so, that's rude. Yeah, Ketus is a hundred different things. And then you've got the Ichthyocentaurs, which were the two centaurs that you're talking about from in the Heroes of Olympus, where they go under... The ocean in the tornado and the yes, those two centaurs that they meet there. I can't remember their names in um, Mark of Athena. No, I think it's the last one. Yeah, because I've already been to Tartarus. Yep. It's oh yeah, one. Percy doesn't get to meet them, doesn't he? Oh, what are you talking about? Doesn't Percy not get to meet them in no. the little the little thing under the the little? No, yeah, no, that's Mark of Athena. That's a different one. That's oh. a different what are you thinking story. of? I was thinking of. No, because in that one, sorry, in the one that you're thinking of, where it's the mermaid horses. Yeah. Yeah. I forget, the mirror copy or whatever they are, I can't remember. Anyway, um, no, that's Frank, Leo, and Hazel that go down. Right. Whereas in the fifth book, it's, there's a huge storm happening, and it's Poseidon's daughters downstairs just fucking up their ship. <laughs> and then Percy's like, there's someone down there just yeets himself in. Jason's like, well, I'll come too. Oh, not the blizzard girl. The, yeah. the ice Keone. Keone. That's her name. Oh, no, that's not what I'm thinking of. Well, that, I was just trying to remember her name. <laughs> no, the Ichthyocentaurs were just a pair of centaur-like sea creatures that had the upper bodies of men, lower four legs of horses, and rather than having horse hind legs, they had fishtails. So basically, yeah, they looked like hippocampi, but with a man head. And, like, man torso. Yeah, and they had, like, little crab pincers. Yes. Yes. Brows have lobster-like claw horns. But they're the sons of, um... They're the sons of Cronus, just like, uh... 
Chiron is. Yes, because yes, they're like centaurs. And yeah. they're supposed to be very wise. Yeah. But yes, we meet them in Mark. And, and they're friends with Triton. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, Triton's so, yeah. my bro. He's like, we trained Triton here <laughs> at our campus. Yeah. So that's, I mean... Shit. That's basically... Oh, those are the children of uh, Kedis, so that's basically all I could glean from my research of the Sea of Monsters. So, apart from just every quest apparently happened in the Sea of Monsters, we're just going to call yeah. it the Mediterranean. Alright, sure. <laughs> basically, that's what it you was. You don't want to call it the Bermuda Triangle? No. Bermuda? <laughs> I keep going Bermuda. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> yeah, Bruh. that's just what my brain thinks. No. <laughs> Bermuda. Bermuda Changa. <laughs> <laughs> Shut me the fuck up. Uh, so oh, then, I thought okay. this was funny. My yes. next tab. Go for it, little tabby that I have. Let's have it, tabby. So we talked in our last episode, we were debating whether or not, like, why Tantalus is there. Yes. And we were talking about how much Dionysus likes his company. <gasps> yes. And I was like... Because I was thinking, I was like, I'm pretty sure Dionysus actually doesn't like having him around. And yeah. I was right. I found a little diggy here. I was like, I knew my dad wouldn't like him. Dead straight. <laughs> it was like, yeah, Dionysus left early. After suffering through a few songs, they're at a campfire, about the sing-along. Um, he muttered something about how even time... He murdered something. Muttered. He, what did I say, murdered? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. He muttered... Like, fuck? He muttered something about how... Spending time with Chiron is more exciting. Anyway, and then he gave Tantalus a distasteful look and headed back towards the big house. So, on multiple reasons, I'm pretty sure he hates Tantalus. One, because he's no fun to be around because all he does is obsess with food. <laughs> and two, because he's a horrible human being. Because after this, Tantalus goes on to tell the story about how he forced the gods to eat his children. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no wonder they fucking hate him. But the way he he talks about it is like, you know, a bad bedtime story to scare the children. I know. And he's like, no, this is my life story. And they're like, And then the Jesus. children were never seen from again. Get up! <laughs> like, he's like, he was like, um, the children that weren't there at the dinner, can you guess where they were? And all the campers are like, holy fuck. So, so he puts the door up and it's like, can you see Swiper? <laughs> Swiper does swiping. Oh my god, I saw, and I'm pretty sure I posted it to the uh, Dead Sakba page on Instagram. Somebody made a little drawing of Leo and Piper, and it's just Leo saying, Piper, no swiping! <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so I just thought I'd be, like, defending my dad there. Saying that, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's still got some moral ground. <laughs> like, he's got some common sense. Yeah, we love that for him. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. He could have be like Aries and have none at all. Anyway. No morals, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Sorry, uh, can I just say also how bratty they are? Like, he was like, you guys are being bratty. And I was like, yeah, you kind of are. <laughs> He'd be like, we need a crush! We need a crush! Shut the fuck up! Granted, the camp is done. The way that I like to think of it, it was <laughs> more of like a cacophony of, we need a quest, we need a quest, we need a quest! Because, yeah. like, they want to save their camp. It's not just all, like, fun and games. <laughs> There's a reason the campfire is only five feet tall tonight. And it's because 
the mood is somber. <laughs> because, <laughs> oh my god, campers have died, and they're getting injured. <laughs> they be like, uh, we won't live to see next year. <laughs> <laughs> Not if we don't have the golden place we need a quest! Yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> so, as they're talking about, you know, needing the golden place and needing a quest and whatever... And they're trying to, you know, determine who will go. And Percy's being like, no, I need to go. Yeah. And then he just hands over the coordinates. I know. I, understand that it's I like, was like, Percy. I understand that he's like, it, it's his like bargaining chip and whatever. But I'm also like, he's using his big brain to put two and two together. I mean, he's also just assuming that this is what these <laughs> coordinates are. He's, he's correct. To find the things that he's looking for, a.k.a. Grover, a.k.a. Golden Police. So yes, he is correct, but he's just handed this information over and Tantalus has just been like, sick, Clarice, that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, wait, no. <laughs> wait, no, come on. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> wait, no, come on. Oh, they're already gone. <laughs> that's Dwight with um, Jim. <laughs> I fucking love the No, the other way around. It's Jim with Dwight. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jim, tell him! You say, ah, that's too far away. So then, okay, my next note that I wrote, and it's about the same thing when they're, you know, choosing who's going on the quest and whatever. To be honest, I don't want to play devil's advocate here, but mm-hmm. Tantalus's reasons that he says for choosing Clarice... Yeah actually makes sense. Oh, yeah. From what he's seen, Clarice is a year-rounder, so she's been at camp this whole time. Yeah. That he's been there. Annabeth and Percy showed up 20 minutes ago. So, like, yeah. he's got no reason to believe them about anything. I mean, She's has... also been, you know, guarding the tree and the borderline, yeah. and she like, was the one who stepped has... up and was like, we need to keep patrolling, guys. Percy and Annabeth, he like, has sure targeted them, like... especially <laughs> after, like, the chariot race, you know, it was just, he was just being a dick to be a dick. But, I'm just doing it being a dick for the sake of being a dick. But, like, for the reasons that he chose Clarice, what does he point out? He says... The chariot champion or something like that? Yeah, the champion who owned the camp's respect. Prove it resourceful in the chariot races and courageous in the defense of the camp. You'll lead this quest. Clarice. Makes sense. Yeah. But also, isn't Tantalus on Cronus' side? <laughs> so you're going to say, isn't Tantalus on crack? <laughs> you're going to say that. Yes. And I was like, um, maybe... Not- Denying that, yes. <laughs> Technically, so it, it's not nutritious. So I don't remember the very, very crack. end of this book when Chiron comes back. But is it revealed that Tantalus is part of Kronos's legion? I can't remember. Because no, if I he is, he doesn't it make hungry. sense? Doesn't it make sense that he's sending Clarice away, aka the person who's best protected the camp, aka the leader of all of that kind of legion, and the one who's rallied everyone together to make sure that they're still, you know, protecting the camp? He's sending that main force away to weaken the camp. I thought he was just hangry, and then they just sent her back to Tartarus. So did I. Tartarus? Back to the underworld. Would it not? See, and this is like, Rick, you could have, if this is not the case, this could have been like an extra layer. Yeah, that could have been pointed out, This is the shortest book of this whole series. It is, which is a bummer, because it's one of my favorites. Could have added some more layers in here, dude. Like, I'm giving you... Like, I'm going to just be real. I like every single one of these books, pretty much except for the first one. (laughs) You like the first one? Not as much as I like the other ones, because... there's so many good moments. Yeah, I don't really like it, because I don't really like most first books that I read, because that's the one where they have to build the platform, so that they Okay, so let's run through, of the series that you own, first books that you do like. Twilight. Yes, because it's fantastic. Yes, I do like... (laughs) I do like the first book of Twilight, yes. Hunger Games. No, I like the other two better. Divergent. 
that's because if that's not the only good one. <laughs> so, no, that's not true. The best one is the fourth book that's named four that is extremely short and it's from a guy's perspective, so it's more fun to read. Okay. Um, so, I think what else four. you have? The so, Maximum Ride. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> There's too many to choose from. No, the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, and. Yes, fifth, sixth, seventh. Infernal Devices, the first one is pretty good. Infernal Devices. Clockwork Angel. I couldn't tell you, I haven't read in so long. Well, screw you, that's one of my favourites. No, like, I don't know, I can't distinctively separate them because it's been so, I binged read them and then it's been so long since I read them, my brain hasn't retained it and I'm like, well, well, it is my favourite series but I can't remember what happened. (laughs) All I remember is I thought Hunger Games was your favourite series. No, I meant out of Cassandra oh. Clare's. Out of Cassandra Clare's, her Infernal Devices is my favourite series, but I can't remember what I read. <laughs> like, all I remember is being super excited while I was reading them. I already know that, you know, Philosopher's Stone is not your favourite Harry book. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Right. I actually really like... Doth protest too much! <laughs> I actually really like, obviously number three, because I like reading about the Marauders, but you're going to hate me, because I actually really like... Order of the Phoenix. No, the book's shit. I like it. The book's shit. The movie's great. <laughs> oh, the movie's also great. Yes. <laughs> that movie's you. so good. The, it well, used to be my least favourite, and now it's, like, my favourite. The last three books are really good, but number four, out of those last, like, the order it goes for me loving Harry Potter, it goes number three. <laughs> number five, six, six and seven tie. And then it goes number two, and then it goes number four, and then it goes number one. <laughs> See, my favourite probably be three, yes, then six, then two, <laughs> then seven, yeah, then one, then five, then four. Oh, you put one up higher than I did. I think it's a good intro. Yeah, but it's still the the one where they literally have to they have to you know make the structure before they can actually build the mansion. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we're just looking at brick colanders. Great. <laughs> Let's stop talking about Harry Potter because we like, don't want to give J.K. Rowling any more fans than she already has. That's just my analogy. You can always cut the sound. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. Yes. See, and that's what I mean. I was doing that all the time, and you'd be like, Joe, shut up! I don't want to hear it." And I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 What's the next tag I have here? Oh, the next tag that I have is about Tyson. The next tag I have about is about Hermes. Okay, so, well. Does your tag come before mine? Yeah, it's him being sad. Yeah. Oh, so go back to their, you know, cabin, and Tyson's just there, like, you're gonna go away? Because he's like, no, of course not. I, because I can't. It'll be very hard. And Tyson's like, I'll help you. <laughs> well, he says, I will help. And I'm like, I'm yeah, It's not even, I'll help you, it's, I will help. And you're like, ah, oh, you're such a baby. Guys, and then, just keep in mind, he looks like a 13-year-old, but he's got the brain of, like, a 4-year-old. Oh, he's cute. He's adorable. And he's, you know, just throughout just all these... just a toddler. Throughout all these three chapters, he's... You know, tinkering with whatever little yeah, pieces of his lion cloth. I always read it lion cloth. It's loin cloth. See, like, when <laughs> people say loin cloth, my brain just goes groin cloth, and I'm like, ugh. Well, then it's where loin cloth sits, so it makes I sense. I know, groin cloth. <laughs> I'm like, 
Cuties. <laughs> <laughs> People sweating in those. So yeah, but then, no, because after Percy asks what he's building and Tyson doesn't answer, he says, Annabeth doesn't like me. You don't want me along. And then Percy says, that's not it. Annabeth likes you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> like, just really trying to, you know, give him something. And then Tyson's just there with tears in his eyes and then he just goes to sleep. And I'm like, my heart is breaking. Yeah, he's like, oh boy. The first ever princess that he saw doesn't like him. And it's like, oh, Tyson. Because Annabeth's a princess. Yeah. <laughs> With her princess curls. Yeah. I just, no, no, excuse you. Pretty princess curls. <laughs> sorry, you're right. Pretty princess curls. I, just, <laughs> I still just can't believe. Because my brain just goes, yes, when Percy first saw Annabeth, he was also mesmerized. It is only right that anyone who reads Annabeth for the first time is also mesmerized. Yeah. yeah I yeah, have yeah. pretty princess curls. <laughs> So we're still on this same chapter. <laughs> it's, been, it's been 40 minutes and Woo! we're only halfway through this chapter. So let's speed through. Percy goes down to the beach. Hermes appears. Percy has no idea who this guy in this running tracksuit is. Yes, but the first thing he does think when he looks at when he appraises him is he looks and like um, he looks kind of familiar, but I couldn't figure out why. Um, excuse me, I thought no one was supposed to look like their godly parent. I'm so annoyed about that. Yeah, but then they go on about the elfish features and, you know, this Yeah, the elfish features was like, oh, this is Luke's dad, he looks like Luke. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But also, gods can choose how they appear. And that, you see, and that also was going to be my next point. I'm like, is he appearing like Luke on purpose? <laughs> because he misses his son, and because this conversation that he's about to have. for some reason, And the whole reason that he's wanting Percy to go on this quest is to rescue Luke. Which is cute, but like... Well, because this is the last point where Luke isn't fully committed to merging with Yeah, I mean, he's like, still he's, just He's, angry. like, very close to committing, like, very, very close to being like, yep, me and him, we best bros, we're about to... <laughs> we're about um, to quirrel and Voldemort this shit. This shit. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so fucking thought. I know, we have the same brain cell. But so, like, this is literally the last... This last stand. The mm. last point that they can... Not convince him to come back the other way, but their last chance to kill him before anything this happens. Yeah. And Percy's like, my childhood crush, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And literally, and I just love, they, yeah, he did point it out afterwards, but I, before I even continued to move on and reading, I was like, I put a tag in that was like, oh, Percy's first words, like when he figures us out there at times, he goes, you're Luke's father. Hermes. <laughs> and, he is, and then underneath it, it continues to say Luke. Hermes is like, huh, nobody introduced that way. <laughs> he's like, yeah. But I suppose it's accurate. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, you have a kind of like a Hitler-like son. It's a bit like <laughs> But then, as we're talking to Hermes, we get introduced to my two favourite characters. That are Mother and George! That are associated with Hermes. George and Martha. Absolutely fantastic. In this... I mean, they're just around the caduceus as two green snakes. I like that in the Shout movie they're different out. colours, yes. so you know who's who. Martha was red, wasn't she? I don't know. Uh, Either way, one of them was a blue snake, one of them was a corn snake, so like, a red one. So, you know, different. But, so my favourite thing yeah. about George and Martha is how much they squabble and bicker, and I said this to Joe last night when she was watching a TikTok, because as I was reading the pages in front of her, I made a mental note in my head to discuss this one point, and I remembered one specific TikTok, or more accurately, a specific scene from a movie, and then two minutes later, what shows up on Joe's phone as she's scrolling through TikTok, the exact scene I was fucking thinking of. So, okay. Can't remember what it was that you told me, but you were very Follow excited. my brain pattern with me. Yes. We get to a point where 
I think it's George says oh yeah okay so she's touching me so yes we get to a point where it's George and he says she's touching me and then Hermes goes she's always touching you you're intertwined and all I could think was you know how okay if you have siblings you know if you've oh. ever spent a long car trip with them I'll get fucked they <laughs> if they're touching you you have to make a barrier that usually goes in line do not cross this line it usually goes in line with whatever you know stitching is on the seat I just, that I you're just sitting can't on. believe it usually goes in line with whatever seats you're sitting on yeah and so you know that is the to, line they're not allowed to cross that line they're not allowed to touch you and that's get out of my of. space and then from there even yes. if they're not touching you and they just have a portion of their body Ugh. across in your area you're like fuck off you're like you're man spreading like you're being a bitch get out you're a girl you don't have testicles and you're a boy I don't care that you have testicles I was told so many times by our brothers being like Joe close your legs we have like your man's right like shut up it's comfortable do what I want <laughs> you guys you're sitting here right now like this. <laughs> sorry uh, I'm fully like sprawled out on a chair <laughs> anyway this is so yeah, I sit the scene this is where I lean this is where I lean <laughs> I can't sit any other way is just the comfiest position. So anyway, yes, the scene Since that sprang to my mind was that one from Night at the Museum 2 with the Egyptian pharaoh <laughs> and the, I don't know, the ben security ben guard. Yes, Ben Stiller. <laughs> and so it's Hank Azaria and he's, you know, got his little lisp happening because he's been Do stuck as a mummy. Do this line. Do not cross this line. That's all I could think of as soon as George said, she's touching me. <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. I just, you did exactly what I told you not to do. <laughs> I fucking love that See, scene. See, and when I read it, my brain thought of this, I don't even, I'm pretty sure it's from the Lilo and Stitch, like, TV show, because I watched the movie, and I was like, Yeah, I don't remember it from the movie, because you did anyway, mention this after that. Yeah, but it's just, it circulated in the media. Like a, a little, for a little bit in like the memes area, whatever. In the memes, I don't know. It circulated in the memes. You sound like you're fifty years old. <laughs> I don't follow this kind of shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty. I am fifty years old. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Kate. Anyway, I'm just, just mocking her with my whispering that you guys can hear. <laughs> it's just Stitch, like with his hand extended near Lilo, <laughs> and um. <laughs> No, it's all the way around. Lilo's got her hand extended towards Stitch, and she's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Stitch, she's going, I see your finger right there! It's very funny. <laughs> and, like, and just, of course, the caption, of course, is, um, you know, siblings will understand. And it's like, yes, if you've ever had a sibling, you know how much you want to murder them. 24-7. When they walk in the room. And they just five. They just start breathing, and you're like, fuck off. What's <laughs> up, dickwad? I thought you'd drown. <laughs> Perfect oh, relationships. Okay, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much where we end the yeah. chapter. Because, you know, just Hermes want to make a statement that gives him his gifts. Yes. Anybody who actually, like, enjoys their siblings' company all the time, 24-7, like, in, like, an adorable TV lovey kind of way. Oh my god, if you tell your siblings you love them once a day, no. Ew, gross. Are they even your siblings? <laughs> Do you even, like, know them? Maybe? <laughs> like, you like you live with them for how, for how many years? You can't just say that to the It just doesn't work. It's so gross. You get cooties from those words. Yeah, you do. You get the... <laughs> it's my goal to make every one of you listeners throw up by the time this podcast fully finishes. Oh. In years and years' time. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm going to make that sound. Because you know how some people, like... 
throw up when they hear that sound or like mm-hmm. gag when they hear someone yeah. gag. I'm gonna I'm gonna make someone do it. So if it happens to you, please tell me because I'll be oh, really, really. I almost threw up watching a TikTok the other day. It just showed up on my feed and it was like a challenge. I air quoted just then, like a challenge that somebody <laughs> was doing. They made a bunch of creme brulees. And it was just, you just had to try and suck up the whole <laughs> Anyway, for starters, it looked really gross. And then on top of that, the squelching noises. That was so yucky. I literally almost started gagging. I was like, Ew. <laughs> disgusting of a word. Squelch. <laughs> it's almost as bad as moist. <laughs> See, Squelch. <laughs> I think of the word moist. I think of um, um, that episode of New Girl where it's Jess's birthday <laughs> and Coach is making cake. And he's just talking about how his cake's going to be really moist. And it's just, he goes on a really long rant. And it's like, my cake's going to be moist. And, he's gonna, and the girl's going to be like, damn, man, why are you saying that? That's creepy. And then she's going to take a bite. She's going, damn, man, that is moist. Moist. And you're like... Ew, but alright. See, but when I, what I think of when Just you say the word voice is me is watching that episode of How I Met Your Mother where Barney's I don't know if you watched this episode with me, but Lily forces everyone to go and see a play that she's in and then Barney says that Barney says that why I don't have to support you on everything that you do and she goes, Well yes you do, we're friends and then he goes to prove her wrong. He makes his own four hour, five, six hour play that all the friends have to go and watch. And then forty minutes of that play is just him saying the word moist because it's her least favourite word. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny. Yeah, no, I did watch that. (laughs) Moist. That went on for forty more minutes. Yeah. Okay, so that's, I mean, Hermes gives them, you know, their gifts, and then he fucks off, and then Annabeth and... Tyson arrive. Tyson arrive, and that's pretty much the end of the chappy chap. So, it's been almost an hour. Should we get into chapter eight? Let's do this! No time for a lead up. (laughs) I mean, chapter eight's not that big, so it's all good. In chapter eight, we board the Princess Andromeda. Percy quickly tells Annabeth and Tyson of Hermes' visit. Then the three must board the hippocampi sent from Poseidon to escape the hungry cleaning harpies that are hunting the demigods. The trio take a quick voyage to the abandoned cruise ship sailing past camp, but unbeknownst to them, the ship is full of surprises. Ooh. Wow, we're so in sync. We are so in sync. We are so in sync. People fucking hate us. <laughs> what is that from? I don't even fucking know. Is it from the ASDF videos? Probably. <laughs> I'm a product of everything I've ever watched. <laughs> yes, it's the ducks. <laughs> You're fucking on something tonight. <laughs> no, it really is the ducks. It's, it's the little video of the ASDF ducks. It's the ASDF video, and it's a little duck segment, and it's they both just go. It's like they're talking, and it's, it's one. They both start going, and they're like, "Oh my god, that was such a good quack!" And then they get to the end, and they quack at the same time. And they go, "Oh, we are so big." See, ASDF was one of those things. One of those things oh, where I can only so ever dumb, remember but it was so one funny. quote. But then that one quote awakens a memory inside of me. You can't that tell then me what awakens, to do. Oh my god, that was not the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> I was thinking of Desmond the Moon Bear. <laughs> How did they get here? That's <laughs> 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 a dumb video. Everybody do the flop. <laughs> 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 <laugh
They we will. We need to stop. I have to rewatch these now because I'm pretty sure. Were, okay, I'm pretty sure I saw a new one come up on my feed the other day. So they were actually pretty funny. They're just fucking random. What That's was the word? Twelve-year-old humor, and it hits it net right on the head. <laughs> it really does. It's really perfect. Anyway, no. What's the one where like they eat a cake and then he's like, "Timmy, no." When oh, I grow up, has like a I want to go to the moon. Why wait? <laughs> we need to move on. Yeah, <laughs> oh god. Get okay, so Annabeth and Tyson arrive. Percy tells him everything, and then basically, Percy says, "We can't leave Tyson behind. Tantalus will punish him for us being gone." Yeah. And Annabeth is still not on board. Mm. Okay, and the reason she brings up it is because they're going to Polyphemus' island, and obviously. Polyphemus could influence yes. Tyson as a cyclops, and he's a baby. Blah 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 yes. blah. That's and what Percy's. She's Percy, worried that's what that worried she's about. bringing a murder accomplice with her. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Annabeth is worried about. But Percy, not knowing any of this shit, he's like a novice on cyclops. He's like, "This is my baby brother." Yeah, he's like, "Dude, all I'm thinking about is the right now. We can't think about that. That'll happen in the future. When right now, Tyson will get eaten alive, but also by harpies. But then he'll get eaten alive by Tantalus if he can catch him. But he can't eat him anyway because he can't eat anything. You know, blah blah blah." Yeah. <laughs> He'll punish him somehow. Yeah, my tab here that I have for that, though, is, um, <laughs> I just thought it was, one, really funny, and two, pointed out, just in general, uh, Annabeth trying to spell out loud Cyclops, <laughs> and just how she stamped her foot in frustration. As smart as she was, Annabeth was dyslexic, too. We could have been here all night while she tried to spell out Cyclops. You know what I mean! <laughs> just what she said. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. I was like, it's good that people are, like, are bringing back, like, yeah, she is super smart, but guys, she still has this disorder, <laughs> like, this, um, learning disorder but that then she Percy can't says, get around. Tyson can go, if he wants to, and then Tyson just goes, want to, want to! <laughs> I'm like, I it's just a baby! Yeah. I just, I just thought it was great that, you know, Rick is reminding people, guys, Annabeth's dyslexic too, and, you know, of course, we could be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, she won't get very far. To escape Dis- like, the fuck. Yeah. Also relatable. You know, Nikki can't figure out a maths problem, and all you want to do is like punch something. She's stamping a foot in frustration, swearing in ancient Greek. <laughs> Trying to spell like, something. <laughs> Me twenty four seven. That's from Princess Diaries two, the royal engagement. Great film. <laughs> we just watched it for the millionth time yesterday. <laughs> So, to escape the harpies, they call on, well, Percy calls on Poseidon, not really thinking that it'll work because he hasn't done it. Also, he didn't say not ever worked. Well, yeah. So, anyway, (laughs) the fish ponies appear, otherwise known as Hippocampus. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to learn a little bit now. They were depicted as, uh, in ancient Greek, on pots and vases and whatever. (laughs) They were depicted as creatures with the head and four parts of a horse, so their front legs, Mm -hmm. and then the serpentine tail of a fish. And in mosaic art, they usually had green scales and then green manes and appendages and whatever to make yeah. them, like, you know, really pretty. Yeah. So the ancient Greeks believed that they were the adult form of the small fish, the seahorse. So Cute. the seahorse was, you know, the baby. Yeah. But Hippocampi were the baby all grown up. So it was like Pokemon where you yeah. upgrade in levels. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is exactly what that is. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> So, basically... They just sound so cute. I just really want to hug one. <laughs> basically, the role of Hippocampus is to just pull Poseidon's chariot. That's basically it. Yes, but they're wonderful, so it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. And so they're... <laughs> it's better than purpose as long as they're in the world. It's like Anders. The Anders reason that they're in... The reason that they're in this book is because they relate to Jason and the Argonauts because they're mentioned, I think for the first time, in the Argonautica because uh, it was said that the sailors saw a herd of them swim past... Just chilling. The, yeah, swim past the, <laughs> the boat that they were on and they took it as a sign that Amphitrite had unyoked them from her husband's chariot. Great. I don't know why that sign was... I didn't read much more into it, but... That didn't was know why it was important in, and you just sort of went, cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, sorry, there are a whole bunch of other fish-tailed animals in Greek mythology. Do you want to learn about a few? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got the... Is one a hippo? <laughs> no. Okay, that's less fun. We've got the Leocampus, <gasps> which is... Wait, is that what Dugon are? <laughs> it's possible, Joe. I fucking love Dugon. Because we've got so the Leocampus, which is a fish-tailed lion. Ooh. And then the next one, the Toracampus, which is a fish-tailed bull. So the bull manatees are sea cows. <laughs> Oh, so a dugong could be what they thought was just a fishtail bull. Fucking so dugongs dugons. could be what they thought Torocampus were. That's anyway, cute. Or what they called Torocampus. Anyway, so, so then you've got a fishtailed leopard, and that's called Pardalacampus. Are you no. seeing a theme? Campus, no. Campus, campus, campus. <laughs> it's totally going And then you've got a fishtailed goat, which is an Aggicampus. And then the fishtailed actual yeah. cow. But the fishtailed goat was uh, actually the form of the Capricorn constellation. I know it's a spoiler, but in the next one, you know the fishtailed cow that yeah. Percy named Bessie? Yeah. Ophiotaurus. Ophiotaurus. I was like, I can never remember how to pronounce Like, I'll read it and I'll go, I can't pronounce that. And then someone will say it to me and I'll go, oh, that makes sense. And then I, I reckon he loves that so much because it's cow eyes remind him of Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just cute. Yeah. I guess you get, like, you see a cow, you can't just be like, it's a cow. You'll be like, oh, it's a cow. Yeah. <laughs> so most of um, what people... Or you'll go, mm, yum, it's a cow, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> most people's uh, conceptions of, you know, what they think hippocampus look like are from, you know, the drawings that Greeks made on pots and bases and whatever. But there's actually... Mine are from um, the second Percy Jackson movie. <laughs> okay, but the people who got that image, Joe... What? That one's cute. I'm okay with thinking it like that, even the, if it's incorrect. <laughs> the ones... There's also one that's in an actual fountain in Rome. It's the most one of the most famous fountains in Rome, the Trevi Fountain. Nice. It's very popular for... You know, it's a very popular tourist spot because it's a very beautiful fountain. It's got, like, gold inlays. No and it, yeah. The water's, like, blue-blue. It's, Ooh. like, beautiful. Cool. One of the sculptures is that there's a hippocampi with wings Ooh. in the sculpture uh, that's, like... Dragonfly. You know, in the, something with... Yeah, well, it's like in a pose with a uh, person, which I think so is supposed like to be. So it's like a Pegasus hippocampi. Yeah, pretty much. Sick. Yeah, but so here's the something that's really interesting. Hippocampi. It's interesting that they're being mentioned in even the Argonautica or in the Greek mythology part of Percy Jackson because yeah. hippocampi were actually more associated with Neptune than they were with Poseidon. The Romans okay. far more favoured hippocampi than Greeks did. Right. Yeah. So it's just they interesting that... They were utilised, because uh, I'm assuming they were still around yeah. during the Greek time. But they oh, yeah. But I just think it's interesting that they're associating them here with Poseidon when, really, there would have been more Neptune's thing than More Neptune. Gotcha. <laughs> Teasing me. So mean. That's what Kate called Neptune when she was, like, what, four? <laughs> Neptune! <laughs> That's okay. I wasn't doing any of that shit when I was four. I was sitting on the ground like a lug. 
So they get on their uh, they get on their hippocampus and you know ride towards the Princess Andromeda, which is the name of the boat. Yeah. As they get up to the cruise ship, they see the woman you know built into the hull of the ship. Yeah. At the you know is it the stern? Is it the front? Couldn't tell you. The bow. I feel like I should know. See this? We know boat terms. We just don't know whereabouts. The bow. Is the bow? Yeah. Attached to the bow is a huge masthead. A three-story tall woman wearing a a white Greek chaton. Sculpted look as if she were changed at the front of the ship. So, Andromeda. Learning some things. She's Perseus' wife, so that's why she's being mentioned here. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was... Oh, yes, of course. He does actually say that, yeah. Yeah. She was the daughter of um, King Cepheus and uh, Cassiopeia of Ethiopia, which is modern-day sub-Saharan Africa, Ethiopia. It's spelled different for... Um, Greek See, when you said Ethiopia, so. I thought of um, <laughs> what to expect and you're expecting. And I was like... Yeah, but so we're introducing some colour into this, Ooh, which, yeah. I, which I, you know, never turn it down. Very good. Anyway, so we can assume that Andromeda yeah. is black. Woo! Anyway, Cassiopeia, her mother, was offended... Oh, she offended the Nereids because she boasted that Andromeda was the most beautiful girl in the world. This seems to be a running theme. It really Stop is. boasting that your children are beautiful or that you're beautiful because you're going to get fucked up by the gods. Yeah, you're That's basically. Die. Just keep it mundane. Know. Oh, yeah. You are mundane. Suffer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With your so, normalness. You know, she boasted that Andromeda was more beautiful than the Nereids, and Poseidon got really pissed off and was like, excuse you, the Nereids are beautiful, and your one daughter is not more beautiful than the hundreds of Nereids that I have at my disposal. So, I'm going to send Cetus after your daughter. Fuck you. So, <laughs> Cepheus' uh, kingdom was, you know, set to be devastated by Cetus showing up. Yeah. And since only Andromeda's sacrifice would appease the gods, the, her parents went to an oracle, and that they, they prop- the oracle prophesied that Andromeda should be chained to a rock, and left to be devoured by by Cetus. And then Perseus flew by on Pegasus and fell in love with Andromeda immediately because she was so beautiful. Of course. And Not asked, more beautiful than the Nereids, though, guys. Basically asked Cepheus for her hand in marriage, and Cepheus agreed. And then so Perseus slew the monster either by turning it to stone with the head of Medusa mm. or beheading it. Some, you know, myths Something say one, one yeah. say so, yeah. some say the other. Anyway. Defeated. <laughs> yeah. So then he married Andromeda. But at the marriage feast, Andromeda's uncle Phineas, who she was originally supposed to be married to, Ew. he tried to claim her. And Ew. then Perseus got really pissed off Excuse again. Excuse me, what does tried to claim her mean? Tried to kidnap her and marry her himself. But she's already married. Yeah, That's that doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking work. Well, he was already. She was already betrothed. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. So Perseus got really pissed off and um, turned him to stone with Medusa's head, and then they just went on with the marriage feast as if nothing happened. Lol, he just stood in the corner. That's not your fucking statue now. So then he took her away, and she gave him seven sons and two daughters, and they became king and queen of the land that is now, or was called um, Mycenae at the time. She had endurance? Well, yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we learned about Andromeda. Nine kids! Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's an uncomfortable thought. So they get up on the ship, <sighs> and they can immediately tell that something is 
something is wrong. I do like that. He just um, ties and goes, Christ. When they're telling the story of Andromeda <laughs> and Perseus, Percy goes, yeah, my mum named him after me because he's one of the only Named him that, after me. Yep. <laughs> one of the only heroes that always won. Yeah, this Percy, arguably, more famous than Perseus. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Big fucking time. But so, yeah, that's why Sally named Percy after him. Because even though he was the son of Zeus, every he always time, won. And every was, time any of us you know, say Sally, ending. my brain just goes, when Harry met Sally. <laughs> I'm like... Have you even seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think I have. It's mediocre. Oh, okay. Mum and Dad would argue against me. They'd go, no, it's a great movie. And I'd go, yeah. Doesn't it have Bill... Some- yeah. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. No, Billy Crystal? Who was I thinking of? Wait, who's Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal's Mike City Wazowski. Slickers. Yeah, City Slickers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking... What about Bob? No. Billy, Bill, his proper name's probably, probably not even Bill. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, no. Now I have to know what his name is. No, it's Billy I Crystal. I fucking forgot what his name is already. It's Billy Crystal that's in it, and also the same guy from City Slickers, the, like, the Mexican one. Oh. Bill Murray! I was right, it was a Bill. Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Just, I was clarifying oh, the last name, I couldn't hear oh, you. okay. Right, so... Yep, they um, get up on the ship and everything is immediately wrong and then Tyson has to say goodbye to Rainbow. <laughs> Sad face. Because <laughs> Rainbow loves his new name. Mm. And then Tyson says, I will miss you, Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> but like when um, Percy's like, maybe we'll see you again. He's like, oh my god, tomorrow? <laughs> so then they get up on the ship and Tyson is like... play date. <laughs> Tyson is sad, but he's also like, I smell something bad. And you would think by this point that they're like, Oh, you smell something bad. Let's something get off bad this is gonna happen. Boat. But no, they're like, I don't smell anything, so something must nothing must be Seriously. wrong. And I'm like, you guys are fucking the idiots. fact that they both were like, we don't smell anything. You're like, yes, because you're not supposed to use your big people brains. Yeah, no. but so then you know we get another dream of Grover, and I just love that Grover is that we see Grover here flirting with Polyphemus. Wait, before we move I on love to that, it. Yes. we move on to his drink, because I think it's in the next chapter. No, it's not. What? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's in the next chapter that he has a great dream about Grover. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, because he goes from talking to Kronos to then being in a different cave, and it's Grover's bedroom prison. Literally on the next page. Never mind. Okay, well, I sorry, I skipped all too much. Continue talking. Yes. <laughs> so we get Grover just flirting shamelessly with Polyphemus <laughs> to save his own ass, and I love it. So I was cracking up. I love it so much. <laughs> so yeah, we just get that, and it's yeah. Grover's <laughs> like you dirty tease. God, you smell delicious, delicious. Oh, you're like, such a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> it says Grover forced a giggle. Do you like it? It's Eau de Chavre, I pour it just for you. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Anyway. <laughs> See, I have a tab here, because, you know, then Percy wakes up, and then they hear voices out in the hallway. Yes, yeah. with the, the creepy passengers. Creepy! Yeah, and it's like, they hear a rep... He says he hears a reptilian voice. And I was reading it, and I was like, the way that I... Like, See, I read it two ways in my head. I literally read it the way they wanted me to read it and then I read it as like an old person so I read it as yes <laughs> like that in my head was like stop it read it as a normal book I was like so yeah instead of just reading it as yes he draws them soon he will be strong my room was like yes 
He draws. Dude, he will be strong. And I was like, why are you doing that? So, it takes so much longer to read because the character in my head has to make those words come out. Okay, but it's so funny because these women... Uh, and my question was, do you also read it like that? No, okay, I, okay, I don't read it like that. Oh. But the thing that's funny is when we get to Trials of Apollo, <laughs> you are going to... And this is why I'm so sad that you didn't finish reading... Um, what's the second one called? Don't know, I don't care. Not The Burning Maze. No. Don't know, I don't care. See, it bored me that much and I didn't get that far in that it didn't really make a big deal. Anyway, the second one. Remember, what's the, in what's the, the second one, one you meet the Dark Prophecy. No, that's the second one. Dark Prophecy is the second one. Oh, what's the, the first one? one's The Hidden Oracle. Ah, okay. So right. in the Dark Prophecy, you meet Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah is one of these. Dracone. Yeah. And, or Dracana, I should mm-hmm. say. And, yeah, they're not allowed to say her name, it's just Sarah. It's Sarah. She corrects them every time. And she goes, no, it's Sarah. And she's, like, a good one. And she's very funny. But everything she says, she puts unnecessary, like, she always uses words that have S's in them just so she can go, yes, my lord, yes. And I'm like, Sarah, stop it. Yes, your majesty. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Well, anyway, so my... Sorry, I'm disappointed that you didn't finish reading that book because I feel like so you would have loved Sarah. I, I put a, Sarah, sorry. So I put a tab in here just to ask you that question, which was, am I the only one who, who, who like... But I also am, like, chastising myself for reading it like that in the first place. Man, that's so many S's I just said. Now I'm, like, really conscious of how many S's I'm using. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but then we get... <laughs> After they say that, <laughs> the Dracana slither into the cafeteria, and then <laughs> Annabeth looks at Percy and goes, we have to get out of here. And Percy goes, you think I want to be in the girls' bathroom? And just the way that he's so horrified is the same vibe as Annabeth not wanting to go on the through wider block, and the yeah. same vibe as Edmund going, I'm not holding your hand, I'm not holding your hand, in Actually, Narnia. it's King Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's the High King. Sassy bitch. <laughs> Hello, oh. High King Peter. You probably didn't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love those movies. And then the chapter finishes with... A flare for the dramatics. No, we finish with Luke. You know, introducing Luke back in. Yeah, and, yay, Luke's back. You know, we don't have a sentence here that says anything about... Because ...fluttering, but we do get... But then I heard another voice outside, one that chilled me worse than any monsters. Chilled you, Percy? Or turned you on? Yeah. What kind of chill? Where did it spread to? <laughs> okay, no. He's 13. So? Tonight, she's 13. 13-year-olds <laughs> are disgusting. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, sorry. I thought he said he was a voice he could never forget, even if he tried. Did, oh, I, well, did I just read that in my head? And worse than any monsters. Did I just read that in my head? Like, it's a voice he'll never forget. <laughs> No, no, because it says it after. It says, it was Luke beyond a doubt. I could never forget his voice. <laughs> because I love him. Yes. So yeah, that's the end of chapter yeah. eight. Let's get right into chapter nine. We got through chapter eight very quickly. It's a very short chapter. Entertaining, yes. Chapter nine is also a short chapter, so, you know. Let's do this. In chapter nine, I have the worst family reunion ever. The uh-huh. trio must explore the ship for clues about why everything seems so off. Real Scooby-Doo vibes. Yeah. <laughs> they end up running into more than a few monsters and a few other demigods before being captured by their enemy. Luke! Luke tells them of a dastardly <laughs> plan. Sorry, did you just have, like, Luke by itself in a sentence? Luke! No, it was the end of the sentence. 
Alright. <laughs> Luke tells them of his dastardly plan before ordering them ordering their demise, Draken dinner style. Then with only a sliver of time to escape, the trio make their exit and plunge into the ocean. There's plunging now. Alright. I've only met him once, but I'm thinking Plunging? <laughs> That's from friends. My, my father would like to know if he could borrow one of your pearl necklaces. Oh, what a good show. I know, right? So yeah, we um start off this chapter with, you know, Percy shoving them all into... No, no, Annabeth, sorry. Shoving them all into a supply closet. And I also got Princess Diaries vibes from that. Oh, yeah. Because we've just watched Princess yeah, Diaries yeah, too. it's just on the brain. Yeah, so shoving them into the supply closet... Jeez, Annabeth, if you wanted to be close to him, just fucking tell him. Seriously, like, and in a he's dark, dark space too. Dark and tight. Obviously, so you if you're the one saying him. that you need to hide, he's not using the brain cell right now, so you need to tell him. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, 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 you have a physical part of your body touching his physical body, so therefore his brain is not in his head anymore. And he's like, oh my god. <laughs> so, you know how, you know I honestly have you noticed that though? It's so fucking funny. Anytime. That at least before they've you know declared they actually love each other. Yeah. <laughs> and has is like touching him in any way. He's like, my brain's broken. It doesn't work. <laughs> okay, so this is a great segue because you know how Molly put into our group chat. I'm talking about Molly from Fatal Floor Pod. She put yeah. into our group chat that she needed you know extra songs to add into her Perkabeth. 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 Oh my god. Perkabeth. Me. Oh, wow. <laughs> into her Perkabeth. <laughs> Uh, playlist, right? Yeah. If you guys want to listen to it, whenever the episode about her first event playlist comes out. Yeah, we'll just, plug you know, it. Don't you worry. Yeah. Anyway, so we've been, like, adding songs and whatever. And this, talking about here, Percy <laughs> not being able to handle his emotions whenever Annabeth's around. Ever since Molly put that in, put that request in for, like, any songs that we had to add, yeah. I listened to a song this morning. Every song that I've listened to since she put that request in, I've just gone, oh, that could be a Pestbet song. Yeah. That could be a Pestbet song. Oh my god, oh my god. You're just getting over excited because you're like, eh, yeah. Anyway. And so this morning I listened to one of Charlie Poots, Love Him, um, one oh, of his songs. He is good. I can't remember what the song's called. I think it's called Slow Down. But the chorus goes, girl, I need to slow down or else I've I'm never heard it. fall for you. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking messy. And I just oh, that today. actually does fit so yeah. good. Did you and I was like, Ooh. no, because I was doing it this morning, and she would have been asleep. So I was like, ah. And they've already done the episode about it. So I'm like, oh, but I, she could still add to it. You still add to it. Okay, but if you guys are wondering, the songs that I have requested to be added to that playlist so far are. Uh, uh, Poker Face from Lady Yaga. <laughs> but that's just due to that's the movie. purely because of the movie. <laughs> and you know, it's just because, because, yeah, just because it's funny and it's like, yeah, that's just Other does. songs I've requested are Young God by Halsey, obviously. Because oh, so it's about Percy Jackson. Yeah. Well, she wrote it inspired by it because she's a huge fan like us. Love anyway, it. Please listen to our pod. Achilles Heel by uh, Jay Meyer, who yep. started on TikTok. That uh, song's fantastic. It's called Achilles Heel. You yes. kind of have to. <laughs> Uh, Poker Face, obviously. <laughs> then we've got uh, Take Me to Church by Hoja. I don't get that one. Okay, but if you listen to the lyrics, like, if you, yeah, it works, trust me. Take me to church, I'll worship like a dog at the side of your life. I'll tell you my sins and you can sharpen your knife. Offer me that death, blessed the good God. Let me give you my life, take me to All right. church. It's just that one line, take me to church, doesn't it? No, the first, t- the whole, all the verses too, Joe, trust me. The verses fit in as yeah, well. Yeah, trust me. 
I gotta listen to that song. It's I have heard it before, guys. Don't kill me, but um, it's just been a while. <laughs> but then you've got um, I don't know what I'm. I know the TikTok mashup, which is driver's license <laughs> and take your church. It's you such a good one. <laughs> it's also like the Veronicas and Pink made the, that mashup I song. I feel so untouched right now. I need you so much somehow. I can't resist you. It's not enough to say that I miss you. I miss you so much right now. <laughs> I forget the words. No, it's a different song of theirs because it, it it's not that one. It's oh. one of their other hits. Not the good one, sorry. Tears ago. I think there's probably multiple, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Right. Um, oh, fuck. Now it's going to annoy me. But anyway, so the other song that I requested I'm to be added to that playlist was I Like Me Better by Love. I like me better when I that is a good song. Fell in love in New York City. Oh, so well. <laughs> so cute. But then Molly replied, she was like, "Trust me, I've already got that in there." And I'm like, "So cute, <laughs> so fits." So yeah, those were my requests. Technically, though, "Take Me to Church" isn't really about Persephone. That's just about. Demigods. No, it's not about Persebeth. It's just a Persebeth vibe. You could like. Oh, okay. It. Then I could have put songs in because yes. I was like, I don't particularly have any Persebeth. It's just any song that reminds you of Persebeth. Any song that reminds me. Which is why slow down really works because I'm like, girl, I gotta slow down. Yeah. Or I'm gonna fall for you. And of course, when you listen to the pod, you're already yeah, thinking I'm of Persebeth. So really, any song could fit in anyway. Okay. Because see, then I would have put in my plugs from the Cheaper by the Dozen movie. <laughs> What a good one! <laughs> I'm just a kid and life, life is a nightmare. I'm just a kid, I know that it's not fair. Nobody knows that I'm alone in the world and nobody's there for you. I don't know the words. But here we go. I'm just a kid. Start again. And then, cause I'm in too deep and I'm trying to keep up in my head. Instead of going under Cause I'm in too deep it's Such a great song It is a good song I have it on my playlist <laughs> Like just in general Simple I just, plan bro See this, be- good. this is before we started Doing these pods I had those songs In my playlist <laughs> I was like These are fucking bangers <laughs> Guys Fun fact about me I don't listen to new music <laughs> I listen to old Driver's songs. license was big for Joe <laughs> Like And that was a new discovery For me like A couple weeks ago and that's not true because you've got a lot of TikTok songs true. in your playlist, and I fucking that hate that. Doesn't count. Those are TikTok songs. Yeah, but half of them are new. Yeah, but again, that doesn't count because they're TikTok songs. Sometimes I do drugs, not hard ones, just once they mess my mind up. Drugs. I don't know that one. Have you not heard that song on TikTok? I think oh I my have god, I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. I think I have, but I like don't know it. Know it. No, I know all, like, the cutesy sweetsy songs. Like, for example, Line Without a Hook. I fucking love that song. I thought it was great. And then I actually, like, know the words now because it comes on my playlist. Hey, keep in mind, Kate, my playlist is six hours long. Oh, my God. It's a very long playlist. That's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Novice. Uh, If I didn't, you know, take the ones off that I didn't want to listen to anymore, because I only have six skips. So, I keep it in range, which reminds me, I have to re-edit and get rid of a few. Because I'll have, I'll put TikTok songs on and they'll stay on there for about maybe a month and then I'll take them back off. I have, so, I have some that have been in there for like two years and I just continue to listen to them. 
Really have to songs. I'll so basically, basically, I'll watch a movie and then I'll find out what song I liked in that movie. And yet, all the movies we watch are from like 2012. And so, I'm just listening to that kind of music. And see, and I love those TikToks that come up when it's like, are you a true fan? Or like, if you're born in like the 90s, if you're a 90s baby, you'll know this song. And me, as a 2002 baby who knows all those songs, I'm like, ah, OG! <laughs> OG? I don't know! What does the OG even mean? I should really stop using slang. <laughs> I'm really old at heart. <laughs> you just said you were born in 2002. I can't fucking say you're old. I said at heart! Stop being mean to me. Stop loving me. Get her out. Jumped into the supply closet. Uh, Get back they to the hear, book. Yeah. Well, I want to finish it. What's the time? <laughs> Ten past nine. Oh fuck! Ten past eight. I mean. Oh, keep going. Anyway, so they shoved into the supply closet, and then whoever's that walking past so them sketch. is talking about the Ethiopian dracon. Do you want to learn a little bit about dracons? Oh yeah. They're different to dragons. Please don't get them confused because yeah. dracons are basically dragons giant are monster like serpents. More powerful, right? Well, they're basically big serpents, whereas dragons are like dragons. You know, dragons. They anyway, fire. they're about 30 feet long with rows and rows of sharp teeth and bright green scales and terrifying eyes. Cute, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't they have poisonous eyes or something like that? I can't remember. Cage. You got that stuck in my head. It's a good song. It's pretty vibey. Now I gotta get it. Yeah, it's good. I should start listening to Charlie, though. Like, <gasps> he's so good. I love him so much. Like, the few that you listen to on the playlist, I was like... Like, listening to boys, I was like, such a great song. <laughs> yeah, it is a good song. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> so then they start talking about um, Scythian Dracaena as well, which are the, obviously, the women. Sorry, just clearing my throat. <laughs> so it's the woman. Yeah, they're dragon women. They're also serpent Sick. women. So the Sick. thing is, 
when you say dragon women, you think just like a woman, mostly woman, less dragon, right? No. Okay, well that's what I thought. But they're no, mostly dragon I now slash. Just now think of like a dragon serpent. with a person head. Yes, that's basically <laughs> yeah. what's going on here. So <laughs> yeah, after reading Greek mythology, like I love really seeing that is like on TV shows and stuff, they'll try to make them as most human as possible, mainly so they don't have to pay for CGI. Yeah. They're like, we'll just give you some fake wings and some yeah. cords and some makeup scales, <laughs> but you're still going to look like a human. Whereas they're like, well, see, here's in the thing. Greek mythology, they're always... like, no, no, she's like all dragon, fully body, joints and spine, skeleton, all that is dragon except for her head. See, okay, but my <laughs> mind always thinks, always conflates Dr- Dracaena with Empusa. Because Empress are a vampiric, right, like Dracula. And so I think, oh, Dracaena. And so I start thinking that, like, Kelly the Empress Yeah. Who have, like, docky legs and, you know, yeah. whatever else. Vamp- but vampire. I picture them as Dracaena. Because vampire, Dracula, Dracaena, right? Wait, what do you picture Dracaena? Empress As in the serpent women. I picture them as serpent women. Picture the vampires as serpent women. Yeah, the Empress Okay, sorry. My I always like, forget. <laughs> I always forget. You're giving me the technical terms, and I'm like, what? Yeah, so Kelly, the cheerleader who's in love with Luke, (laughs) I picture her as a Dracaena, but she's an Impusa, and so I always get them mixed up in my head. See, I don't. The way I picture her is one of those cliche purple and yellow cheerleading outfits. Cheerleading outfits, and then just um, as, like, so she's still got the skirt on. And then it's just under the skirt, she's got one goat leg and one metal leg. Uh-huh. And the metal leg doesn't move at all. So it's just like a stiff block that she just drags around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm like, how can she move quickly? <laughs> That's my first thought. Because they're like, she swooped her down yeah. with surprising speed, and you're like, fucking how? She's yeah. got a leg that doesn't work. <laughs> and a metal one. <laughs> yeah. She's got a freaking donkey leg, or whatever it is. And a metal leg. How does that work? Anyway. But yeah. But Hiccup's just in the corner like, um, it works pretty well. <laughs> yeah, but that was just like the half of his calf and yeah. then his foot, whereas her entire... I know what you're getting at. She's got no knee. She's got no ankles. The dog's got no face. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, Dracaena. Joints. They are specifically Scythian Dracaena. They're thought of to be children of Gaia and just Gaia. But it's not really stated anywhere because oh, it's not kind of like really Hera stated. Kind of made yeah, it's not really stated well. where they came from, but it's kind of just assumed that they're yeah. children of Gaia. Anyway, yeah. so they're named after the first ruler of Scythia. Right. She was a woman from the waist up and had the tail and serpent, t- the tail of a serpent in place of legs. Right. So different to Echidna, who has the body of a woman and then the snake head as a tail instead. Yes. Yeah, so different to um, Echidna. But then sometimes it's also said that uh, Dracaena have the tail of a dragon instead of a snake, so, you know, whatever, or serpent, whatever you're feeling like. She is famous because... Yes, Joe. Sorry, raising just... your hand. Yes, you may ask this question. <laughs> I was going to wait till you finished. I was just going to say, don't move on too quickly. I have a note, so keep talking. Oh, okay. I was just talking about the most famous one. Okay, so, most famous one, she became famous because she basically, when Hercules was coming, was travelling through her realm, he was taking a bunch of uh, Goyon's cattle with him, Mm -hmm. and she basically went, hmm, I want to fuck him, so... (laughs) Let me For figure good out reason. a way. Like he did look hot, but he turned out to be an asshole. So. She was like, "Let me figure out a way to force him 
<laughs> so she stole a bunch of the cattle and went, you can't have these back till you fuck me. So he was like, I. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was like, probably would have done it anyway. Yeah. He really need them. She insisted that he mate with her See? before she would return them. <laughs> and so he did. And then through her, he fathered a line of um, Scythian kings. And weird but yeah yeah it is so then she in her seven times sorry form, <laughs> say i love the way you were like i <laughs> sorry <That> noise <laughs> had to take a step back for a second and just appreciate the i <laughs> yeah yep continue <laughs> so then in her serpentine form uh she after you know birthing the first men of scythia and the first kings of scythia uh-huh. she was given the title horror. <laughs> not like, not like, <laughs> not like very new horror, but like. <laughs> no, we're just gonna love that ironic bit first. Okay, and she was thought of as a uh-huh. indigenous earth goddess, whatever. And yeah, so then from her, all Dracanus had some features of a human woman because she was the first one and had some features of a human woman, whatever. Okay. And Dracana are now regarded as sacred female spirit dragons. Not dragon spirits, but spirit dragons. But not horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to let go of that. Anyway, so some that other famous... so funny. Some other famous Dracana or Dracana-like beings are obviously Echidna. And then you've right. also got Scylla. And you've got Keto. Uh, like no, as in Scylla, the one who chomps sailors out of the boat. Oh, right. Yes. At sea monsters. Then you've got Keto, the bitch. mother of all the sea monsters. Yeah. Then you've got uh, Campy, who's Ooh. the one who slashed at, you know, Tyson. Yes. No, that was a Sphinx. I was going to say that. That was a Sphinx. No, but they, meet Campy in, they meet Campy in... So Campy was the, the one who... Uh, guarded the Hundred Handed One's prison in Tartarus. Oh, right. Yeah, so they meet Campy when they meet the Hundred Handed yeah, One. Yeah, she had some whips and her belt like, yeah. changed heads. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you've also got Didn't You'll Love This. Fire? Yeah. You'll yeah. also got Love This. Um, the monstrous serpent that's not Python that was killed by Apollo at Delphi. Their name is Delphine. Delphine? Go! Yeah. So those are the other famous. Uh, Sorry, what's named Delphine? All I heard was Delphine and everything went out of my head. There's a monstrous serpent killed by Apollo at Delphi that wasn't Python. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there oh. were two. There were two serpents. <laughs> yeah. Or was it his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then we get further into the chappy chap. And, okay, so you know how it says chapter, here... guys. You know how it says here that um, one of the demigods on board is Chris Rodriguez... Yes. I did not remember that he was a son of Hermes. Did, fully did not remember. He's not a son of Hermes. Yes, he is. No, they said he was unclaimed. Oh. They? Yeah, he was just in the Hermes cabin. And that's oh, why I thought he they joined... said he was a son of Hermes. No, that's why he joined Luke, because he was one of the... Oh, no, they don't say it. They just say... He was in the Hermes oh, cabin I know, yeah, they because he was unclaimed. That's how, yeah, that's how Luke bagged all the kids in there. Like, like, what a great was... place to start a rally. Um, all your parents hate you. Come join our club. <laughs> this Come is the club. club where we basically say fuck you to all those parents who don't want you. This is the club where we say fuck you and then cry. Because, okay, yeah, I was trying to think, like, Chris Rodriguez wasn't, didn't fit in Apollo, didn't no. fit in Demeter, no. didn't fit in Athena, no. didn't fit in Ares because his girlfriend is Clarice. And that would be super not okay. Didn't fit in Dionysus. Nope. 
didn't fit in Artemis, obviously. Hera, obviously. You know. Get a minor girl. Aphrodite. (laughs) 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 But, like, you know, all of those ones. And so I just wrote a note that was like, I obviously didn't read the Undetermined Campbell line because I was like, who the fuck is his parent? They're not Hermes. I don't remember it being Hermes. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm not going to Google it because that'll just spoil it. Not really funny, but like how convenient that yeah. it's like Luke who's li- been living with all these undetermined, depressed kids, and he's like, ha, Look at that, I'm depressed too. I mean, I have a father, <laughs> like, so he, he's, he's like, Gang, gang. <laughs> but he's like, I mean, I have a father, sure, but he depresses me, and you guys don't have parents. And you're depressed as well, so we'll, like, put our heads together <laughs> and take over the world. With yeah. the help of Kronos, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, then they, they're sneaking around, and they get to a closed door, and Tyson starts doing his little mimicry thing, which I agree with Annabeth. It's, it's completely creepy. creepy. And Tyson's like, what? <laughs> he's like, but he, of course, he doesn't know it's creepy. He's like, I was just listening. Yeah, and so then... You know, <laughs> and, of course, the kid first, he's like, no, he's like a radio. Shut up, Annabeth. <laughs> so then Luke finds them, and they get inside... And they meet uh, Agrius and Aureus. See, and I knew you'd want to talk about them, and I was excited about that too, because I was like, what's up with a bear? So, <laughs> the thing about Agrius and Aureus is they're a pair of half-bear I don't remember giants, that at all. And they were transformed later into two birds. So, Agrius became an eagle owl, and uh, Aureus became a vulture. Their, and it was because they it was you know their punishment from the gods for their barbaric cruel, cruelty and cannibalism, Ew. but their names mean so Agrius means wild one and Aureus means savage one. Right. Anyway, so their parents were a bear and Polyphonte. Polyphonte is a little bit mentioned in this one, but basically, Polyphonte didn't want to be married, so she fled to the goddess Artemis, and Artemis allowed her to join her hunters. And then this provoked Aphrodite into... Wait, take it back. Why didn't Chicky want to get married? Or why was she forced to being married? Just didn't feel like it. But why was she being forced to? Just like most women. Oh, lovely. I love that. That's great. (laughs) No wonder Artemis had such a big crowd. She was was just a bunch of women being like, Ew, I don't want a 40-year-old man. I'm 12. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. Aphrodite took uh, (laughs) offence to Polyphonte's, you know decision and basically just punished her for failing to honour her womanly duty and drove her mad and caused her to lust after a beer and then she gave birth to uh, Agrius and Aureus and then Polyphonte decided to flee to her father's house with her two children because Artemis you know was disgusted with her and then turned all the beasts against her yeah and so then from the second they were born Zeus hated them like hated the sight of these two bear son twins that weren't they weren't these Zeus's sons but you know they were the bear sons anyway he ordered Hermes to punish the two twins and Why? Hermes went to them prepared to they were just like an abomination oh. Hermes went to them and prepared to cut off their uh, hands and their feet but then Ares convinced him to uh, you know turn them into a vulture and an eagle eagle cow no an eagle owl an eagle cow an e- well that wouldn't be the you know, <laughs> most <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> That wouldn't be the worst, you know, most unbelievable thing that we'd seen. An eagle cow. It'd just be like a cow with wings. (laughs) And possibly like a beak. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, yeah, Agarice was turned into a vulture because gods and humans hated vultures, and then they gave him a strong craving for flesh and blood, and he eventually became the symbol for Ares. I wonder why. Aww. And then Aureus became an eagle owl uh, to present little good when it arrives to a mortal. Wow. And then um, Polyphontes was turned into an owl that's only heard at night, and she doesn't eat or drink anything. So anyway, that's the end of their story. And they're basically cannibals, and they don't follow after any gods, and that's why the gods hated them, because they didn't follow after gods, because they were... Oh, maybe because they were smited as children when it wasn't their fault. Well, because they were... You've maybe been a bit more understanding. Sons of a bear who have no care for anything because it's a bear. bear. And then also their mother was turned away by gods and whatever else, so... Fucking blood Aphrodite! Yeah, so... Like, that bitch! I'm actually so annoyed about that. Like, unprovoked, all of a sudden you're cursed to fuck a bear and and be doomed for the rest of your life. Yeah, pretty much. Aphrodite, you asshole. Just because... Wouldn't she be more flattered? Wouldn't she be like, oh great, so now another woman is leaving all the hot men for me? <laughs> so basically after, you know, they but meet no. Agris and Aureus, Luke is trying to tempt them into staying. He's going about it all the wrong ways. He really He's is. He's planting seeds of doubt, but it's like working but not working. <laughs> and then he turns to Annabeth and goes, join me, we can start the world anew. We could use your intelligence, Annabeth. And she just claps back with, because you have none of your own. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, Annabeth, you queen. <laughs> You're like, ah. But yeah, then he's trying to, you know, convince Annabeth that he, she would be dishonouring Talia if she didn't join Luke and, like, blah, 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 whatever And she's else. like, you fucking killed her. And then her. saying that, you know, she's travelling with a cyclops, so, like, that's disgracing Talia's memory. I don't think that's as bad as poisoning the tree that is Talia's still living life force because it's her tree. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they end that, you know, big fight about that, and then he's teasing Percy because... Poseidon claimed Tyson and you know all of that's happening and so they're basically just getting more reasons to fucking hate Zeus and then he starts pointing out that they're recalling Kronos to the sarcophagus with every you know demigod that joins them so like you guys should join too and you'll get a little piece of soul you know you'll put your name tag on it and that'll be your piece that you brought back for Kronos and then this will be your piece Annabeth that you brought back for Kronos and Annabeth goes um that's disgusting and then Luke like tries to relate it to how Annabeth, not how Annabeth was born, but how Athena was born. And I'm like, yeah, but like it doesn't... No, it doesn't hit the The way that Athena Beth... Athena Beth? Athena Beth? (laughs) Well, technically. (laughs) The way that Athena was born doesn't have really... It's not that gross, because... No. Okay, so... It's hilarious when you think about it. She was like, I'm gonna fucking split your head open. No, okay, but so the reason is that Zeus went after Athena's mother, Metis, and basically chased her everywhere because he loved her so much. And she had the power to change into... She had the power. We've got to stop saying that he loved these people. She had the power to to change into, you know, change her form. And so she changed into creatures like hawk, fish, serpents, owls, eagles, everything. But because he can change into everything as quick as she could, he was still changing, you know, still pursuing her. And then he was really determined and God. continued his pursuit until she relented and basically just gave up. And then That's an oracle, so disgustingly sad. Yeah, an oracle of Gaia prophesied that Metis' first child would be a girl, and then her second would be a boy, and would overthrow Zeus the same way that Zeus overthrew Kronos and that Kronos overthrew, um, you know, yeah. Uranus. And so. Zeus took that warning to heart, and then the next time he saw Metis after he'd, you know, 
claimed her, aka raped her. He, you know, flattered her and put her at ease, and then when her guard went down, he swallowed her and her unborn child. Yeah, he ate her. And so, after he ate her, um, that was the end of Metis, and it was the beginning of Zeus's wisdom, apparently. And then after a time, he developed an unbearable headache, and then... You know, it serves him right, asshole. Yeah, it made him scream out in pain so loudly that it caused an earthquake, well, which isn't his thing. That's no. why everyone, all the gods were like, what the fuck is going on? So they came up to see the pro- what the problem was, and Hermes was the one who diagnosed it. You know, god of medicine. Oh, not god of medicine. It should have been Apollo, but like... Hello. You know. He was like, I've had my blisters in the past. <laughs> so Hermes knew what was... Or he, he could figure out what was going on, so he directed um, Hephaestus to split open Zeus's skull with his axe and then out of his skull sprang Athena fully grown, a beautiful young woman in armour and she fearlessly announced her arrival with a thunderous war cry where the fuck did she get the armour? Zeus's wisdom, I don't know <laughs> but so like that's there's nothing really gross about that other than the fact that he raped a woman yeah, no, again. other than just the usual horrifying Zeus facts but yeah, there's nothing no, that's fucking funny the way that she came out. She was like, You killed my mother. I'm yeah. gonna give you, like, yeah, terrible pain for a good few months. <laughs> Sucked in, bitch. But yeah, so then after, you know, Luke's still trying to convince me, saying, Join us, you'll be rewarded. And then he says to Percy, Your mother will never have to work again. You can buy her a mansion. Technically, he could already buy her a mansion. Yeah, well, over this credit already. card! Percy, utilize your credit card. You've got it for a reason. Yeah, all three of you do! Grover. No, didn't Annabeth give hers up already to the driver? Like, all three of them had a copy, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Annabeth gave hers away, but Grover, Percy, you guys each still have a, have a card. You but, yeah, so then basically they've, you know, turned him down enough times that they're like, but that's we the don't thing. want that, Luke, we she don't want that life. She didn't give him the card, she just swiped it. Oh, yeah, and then so he she called her her highness, and she was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, she was like, damn, fucking straight, and some respect, give me some respect, bitches. <laughs> It was like, all right, out of it. Sat up a little bit straight. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they turn him down for the last time, and Luke's like, "Well, I'm not trying to convince you anymore. I've had enough of this. So send them to the Drake on. They can be its dinner." And then they're like, "Fuck." <laughs> so then, as they're yeah, you know, and then they stupid was like, "No, nah, send the dumb brother, just the one of them, and yeah. it'll be fine." <laughs> and as they're walking back, Percy sort of figures out that Luke said, "Well, the two brothers are a match for." Tyson, but maybe one I'm, isn't a match. Even if he hadn't figured it out, they still would have fought. They yeah. would have been like, fuck it, there's only one of them, let's do this. No one else around, let's hit some hit the hammer. So, yeah. I love that Rick's added in the line here when they get to the um, the main deck where the pool is and they're, in, you know, they've smacked Aureus 30 feet backwards into the swimming pool, into the middle of the zombie tourist family, and the kids just go, Oh, ah, we are not having a blast in the pool. <laughs> yeah, that really laughed. Just sounded so robotic, and I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> that's good. Yes, we were going to have a blast. We are not having a blast in the pool. <laughs> See, but I just imagined it as, yes, we'll have a blast in the pool. Ah! We are not having a blast in the pool. Granted, I just watched the John Mulaney specials, and so that's what my brain's at. Oh, funny. But yeah, so then they basically get into the lifeboat. My and wife is a bitch, and I like ship, her and they just so fucking... much. <laughs> that's Percy! <laughs> Just don't call me a bitch and say that you don't like me. I would never say that. My wife is a bitch and I like her so much. <laughs> so 
So yeah, they get into the lifeboat, and then Percy goes, I'm a... Yeet this he out uses of here. his big boy brain. Yeah, literally. He's done a lot of that. He's yeah. been, he's had the brain cell this chapter. He really has. He's had the brain cells. These cell. last like three chapters he's had the brain cells. In the face of his childhood crush. So like, like Annabeth's not doing anywhere nearly as good. Uh, the only is. time he lost his brain cell was when they were in that tight closet. <laughs> and he was like, ah! <laughs> She's touching me! <laughs> he lost his brain cells. <laughs> She's touching me! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, they heat between. Yeah, and then I just said that is a great cliffhanger. It is great. Yes. Plunging to, you know, the ocean. Yeah, it's good. And so, was like, Fosk! we've learned a lot this chapter. We how, are we, how are we feeling? I am very fun. I, I told you, I freaking love this book. Fun and fresh. Fun and fresh. Um, yeah, no, got through these really quick. Uh, this has probably been the most fun episode. Really? This, this book. Oh, this book. Okay. Right, this is only episode three, but I think we had a lot of fun with it. I also had a lot of fun with it. I was mostly angry about the Cadmus Europa Phrixus Hell mix up. Yeah, I was, but I like the way. I was kind of like, how did that get through everyone not fact checking that? I just like how we could fact check it though, and we were able to be like, Rick, you're a dickhead. <laughs> I mean, he's given us a good point of, you know, contention to be like, you're a fucking idiot. And maybe he'll clap back with, well, actually, no, I'm not, because you just didn't know this, this, and this. And then I'd be like, oh, learning, sick. And we'll but be right like, now, I'm like, Rick, you're a fucking idiot. Well, at the moment, we're like, Rick, unless you give us a reason to not call you a fucking idiot, then I'm sorry, I'm mate. Fucking idiot. Um, we won't say it out loud all the time, but, like, it's going to be circling yeah. through my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and now that it's in our pod, other people will be thinking that too. <laughs> well, now that it's in here, and it's, you know, gone through... X amount of rounds of editing and no one's fact-checked and I'm ready to fucking go into every single thing that's ever mentioned and go, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> to run around this way. Like, oh my god, Heroes of Olympus, we're gonna have a fucking good time. Uh, Heroes of Olympus, we're probably gonna have to, like, squelch it down to two chapters this episode because we're too busy going, this is fucking dumb! <laughs> or we'll just turn it into, like, seven chapters an episode so that we can just get through those shit. Yeah, at least... Except for Mark of Theme, that's one chapter per episode. I was going to say. <laughs> and House of Hades, one chapter per episode. Just when it's in... Actually, Sunday Birthday, also one chapter per episode. <laughs> yeah. But Lost Hero, that can be, like, one episode for the whole book. Yeah, can we just, like, read the whole book and do, like, a recap, basically? Because <laughs> no one wants to know anything about no that fucking book. No one fucking cares. The only <laughs> bit that I When found... you were doing your reread last year and you were like, fuck, I have to start with Lost Hero, can I just not read it? <laughs> Literally, because like, I only read it once and I, like, so I've now read it twice. Yeah. Before I started rereading, because I literally, I realised I've read every single other book at least, like, three or four times. See, I've read then, more, more than four times, except Blood of Olympus. I've only read it once. So that book is going to be a trip to go through. No, I've read Blood of Olympus a couple times, just because I really liked Nico and Raina's perspective. Oh, I fucking hated that book. So I just, like, only read it once and then was like, oh, never again. Did not care about anybody else. But, but then, you know, this happened. So it won't be never again. We'll <laughs> read it here. But I was just, I was rereading. But at least that'll be fun. I was like, I can't even remember any good point in all of Lost Hero that I actually liked. And then I was like, oh, Talia. <laughs> I was like, I forgot to read it. I was like, is oh, she? Yeah. yeah. Oh, for Lost a... Hero. I thought we were still talking about Blood of Blimpers. No, no, Lost Hero. She's in it for a good brief. Oh, yeah, when she goes, Jesus. <gasps> She's like, you're fucking alive? Why didn't you tell me? And he's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> but 
literally. Oh, which is funny. Yeah. I also did actually enjoy reading that and going, ha, Percy is stronger. <laughs> like, you needed help in every single one of your dilemmas. Like, proper, I can't do this literally alone. Somebody else yeah. help me. Whereas Percy only did needed that sometimes. And, and then like, you took X amount of years to be given Predator. Percy took a week. Percy was like, mm. <laughs> took a week and flipped off Octavian in the first. Yeah, week. Percy was like, ten days. Predator. <laughs> Personal record. <laughs> Personal and Predator record. Fuck. Yes. Oh, so fucking good. Anyway, well, I don't really have anything else to say about these chapters, except that I've had a fucking good time. Oh, it has been so good. This chapter, this, this, this episode was fun. Yeah. And then the next few chapters, I'm getting excited about, because... And they're getting into the ocean. Well, yeah. Absolutely, we're getting into the ocean. <laughs> On this side, yeah, the other side of the Pacific Ocean. The Pacific ocean. That's from Journey to the Center of the Earth. But, like, the next few chapters, or, no, we've Journey got... Or, no, Mysterious Island. They're very, you know, Clarice-centric, yeah. so we get some good bickering happening. Clarice gets some hate, but I'm still like... Oh, she's hilarious. No, she's cool. I'm like, I wouldn't want to hang out with her all the time. Oh, like, no. You need her around town just oh, yeah. to get a bit of entertainment. <laughs> but so, okay. Her and her stupid dramaticness, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, come back I just mean, like, in general, week. if, like, I was an actual camper, I oh, would be yeah. like, I would need Clarice around so that I would have someone to go, ugh! Reason. <laughs> <laughs> Clarice. And she goes, Oh, Joe, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> no, I do it behind her back. Because oh. I'm a horrible, but no, to her face, I'd be like, I don't like you. <laughs> and then she'd be like, And then she'd be like, Would you like me to ram my spear up your asshole? And I'd be like, And allegedly, you're inside out. <laughs> I would be like, Is and that like, a threat <laughs> or a promise? And she'd go, I promise. <laughs> I'm dying, I need to leave. That's- that's uh, Liza did that. <laughs> yeah, she was like, when arguments with friends get weird, t- weirdly tension filled. No, that's not how it goes. But like tense. Is that the look word you were looking for? Whoa, that is a word. <laughs> so yeah, join us next week if you want to hear about some more <laughs> Clarice opinions because we'll have so many of those because you oh, love yeah. her and you hate her. Oh, see, let's be real. If you actually like fully hate Clarice, then you are not educated in the. <laughs> you're, not educated. you're not educated in the real universe. <laughs> universe, oh, so funny. Like, if you actually like take the time to like like look into Clarice's character, she's fucking cool. She is crazy, but cool. <laughs> Anyway, crazy people are the best. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at DamnSnackBarPod. And if you want to send us an email, we are DamnSnackBarPod at Outlook.com. If you want to contact me on Instagram, I am at Katie Mac. That's K-A-T-I-E-M-A-C-double-K. And if you want to get in touch with me on, I don't know, Twitter or Tumblr, I am at FishJesus. I don't really post on Twitter, but Tumblr, I'm there all the time. Plug and go. Having a good time. That's F-I-S-H-J-E-Z-U-S. And if you want to talk to me, again, sort of, I don't really talk to me. I don't really post, but I'll talk to you if you want me to. Anyway, um, it's joey.mcd33, so that's joey.mcd33 on the gram. Yeah. And Feel free to chat. I think that wraps this episode Send of your questions the Damn Snack But we will see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.